Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Monday, December 13th. Today we're going to finish up Acts chapter 10, but first a prayer from lifting up our hearts. Let us pray. Grant Almighty God, since we see it so difficult for us to bear prosperity without injury to the mind, that we may remember ourselves to be mortal. May our frailty be ever present to our eyes and tender us humble and lead us to ascribe the glory to you. Being advised by you, may we learn to walk with anxiety and fear, to submit ourselves to you, and to conduct ourselves modestly toward our brethren. May none of us despise or insult our brother, but may we all strive to discharge our duties with moderation until at length you gather us into that glory that has been obtained for us by the blood of your only begotten Son. Amen. All right. As I said, we're going to be finishing up Acts chapter 10 today. That has us going from verse 34 through the end of the chapter, which is verse 48. Hear the word of the Lord. So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly, I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all that he did both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who had been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. And the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed, because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. For they were hearing them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter declared, Can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked him to remain for some days. If you will remember back to Friday, you'll remember I said that we were seeing a shift in the book of Acts. Now let's remember what is happening in the book of Acts. What is the general theme? That the gospel will go to Jerusalem, Judea, then Samaria, and then the ends of the earth. And so we're seeing that shift here. Primarily, the gospel has gone in the book of Acts to Hebrew folk, to the Jewish people. But now we're seeing this shift, and we had Cornelius and all of that stuff on Friday. Well, now Peter has gone to those Gentiles, and he is doing something. Well, what is that something? He is proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. He is telling the story of Jesus. Notice verse 39, and Peter says that we are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem And then he says, what happened? They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. Now, we know that Jesus went to the cross to pay the price for our sin. But he had gone to the people of the Jews and they had rejected him. They, uh, the religious leaders, had him killed. 
And Peter immediately goes from that death to the victory that Jesus has over death when he says, but God raised him on the third day and made him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who had been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. Now, notice that Peter is saying that he didn't appear to everybody. He only appeared to a group of people. Now, we know from 1 Corinthians 15, it wasn't like Jesus was necessarily only showing himself to a little handful of people. Uh, 1 Corinthians 13, which is believed to be the earliest creed of the church about the resurrection, tells us that he appeared to over 500 men. So we know that while it was a limited number of people, Jesus wasn't doing this all in secret. Um, well, it was secret, but it wasn't just to, the, just to the 12 apostles. And so we see that Jesus has appeared and he has a purpose here. It is to have people who are witnesses. Now notice what it says about them. They ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. Why is that important? Well, it means that Jesus did not just raise spiritually because a spirit does not eat. A spirit does not drink. Jesus rose bodily from the dead. An important part of the gospel, right? If we are going to have hope that our bodies will be resurrected, we need to know that we have a Lord who had victory over death and whose body was resurrected himself. That is the beginning. It was the first fruits of the resurrection. We have hope that our bodies will be resurrected as well. So Peter tells the story of the gospel here. He proclaims Christ and him crucified, and he proclaims the resurrection from the dead. Well, what happens? We see that the Spirit falls upon these Gentiles. The Holy Spirit causes them to believe, and people are amazed. And notice what it says here. And the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed. They, they thought that this salvation in Christ was a Hebrew thing. It was a Jewish faith thing. And so now those who are not Jews, those who have been who have not been circumcised are coming to faith. The spirit is being poured out even on Gentiles, even on the outsiders. This is huge. And again, this is the shift in the book of Acts. The message of the cross, the message of salvation in Christ has been going to the circumcised. But now it's going to the uncircumcised and even they are coming to faith. Even the spirit is at work in them. And so Peter makes an obvious statement. If these people are coming to faith, if they have the Holy Spirit, why would we not baptize them? Why would we not bring them into the church? And so they were baptized in the name of Jesus. Now, this is an amazing story because it is, as I said, the shift. Now, it's normal to you and I, us Gentile folks, to imagine uh, Gentiles, non-Jewish people, being in the church. But for them... This was an amazing change. And the book of Acts is showing us this, that there's this movement. And in fact, it's such a major change that, that when Luke is making these statements, he's showing us that there is proof that Gentiles can have faith. They, um, God worked in a, an amazing way. He didn't just say, hey, these people over there have faith. He showed that they had the gift of the Holy Spirit so that, that, so that they would know, all the people would know, that they were coming to genuine faith in Christ. This was a special change that the people would have, have a struggle believing, but yet God shows it to them. And so the same basic application 
that we have been seeing throughout the book of Acts comes up for us here again. What amazing good news it is that God takes the outsiders and makes them insiders. That is unbelievable news. Again, for us, it's normal because we see ourselves as the insiders, right? But when it comes down to it, God takes those who are on the outside and he brings them in by the power of his Holy Spirit, through the proclamation of the word, through the proclamation of the gospel. He brings people in. He brings them to faith. And so may we relish this truth and may we not see anyone as an outsider ourselves. Because the truth is, We were all outsiders in our sin and unbelief, but God brought us in. So may we be proclaiming the gospel to people. May we be supporting missions to all people because God is the one who takes the outsiders and brings them in. May we trust in God's word to do this. Let us go to prayer. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.